Oh, Pierce, where have you been? Oh, Pierce, what have you been up to? What is blah, blah, blah. Like, oh, you went to three Tiger games, did three videos, and then all of a sudden disappeared. I, you know, I've got a wife. I've got a pool. You know, I, I can take a summer break too, okay? Everybody else is taking a summer break. I, I can take a summer break. Just, just get off, all right? I'm getting back into it now. I'm back on the podcast. I'm getting, you know, getting the flow back. Let's get it. Let's get into it, baby. Yeah, no, I took, I, sometimes you just need a breather and I decided to take a little breather and you know, football's starting to come back. It's hard. It's really hard to do a podcast when your number one team makes you so upset and sad every single day and is literally the most disappointing thing in the whole entire world. And that'd be the Detroit Tigers. I don't want to talk about it. I don't want to talk about it. It just makes me more and more sad. I just wanted to be left alone. I just want to be left alone and just sit in my room and cry as I watch Schoolboy be shut down. We'll talk about that later. But I'm back. We've got a lot of cool things planned. We got all, just we're all the way back. Lions football season is back. Football season is back, and more football season is back. And I'm excited to start. So let's get to it. Last Tuesday, Detroit Hard Knocks first preseason game. Let's combine the two. All right, here are some things that I loved about the Hard Knocks. One. I absolutely love this team, and so does all of America. The the Lions this year are going to be America's team, honestly. Like, I don't know how you watch even one episode of Hard Knocks and think to yourself, yeah, I can't really root for these Lions. I am jazzed, jazzed to watch the Lions lose this year. Jazzed. Every single year I go into it and I think to myself, oh, the Lions are just going to be terrible. The Lions are going to win four games. They're going to win four games this year, and guess what? They're going to be awesome and fun to watch. At least they're going to try. You can guarantee, that's the number one thing I've taken away from Hard Knocks, is that on every single down, even when they lose, they're going to give it some effort, and they're going to give it some gumption. That's all I ask for. That's all I ask for. I'm not getting that with the Tigers. No, I said I was going to talk about that later. That's I just I just want some fight. I just every single down, every single game, every single week, you're gonna give me 150%. It damn it, they are. That's how that that's as good as it gets. And Hard Knocks is really hitting on that. They've hit on the fact that the main character of this whole entire season and this whole entire organization is Dan Campbell. He is the heartbeat of this team and of this organization. And I don't hate that. I don't hate this guy who is going to pound nails for just every single game. I mean, he's doing up-down. He's doing burpees. What the hell? I can't even do a burpee. And this dude's out here doing 20, 30, 50 of them. I love Dan Campbell. I love Dan Campbell so much that if he wins two games this year and two games next year, I think we should keep him on for one more year just because he's just so freaking lovable. I love him so much. But here are some quotes that I got from him. Obviously, the two one ass cheek, three toes quote. Everybody went viral, but here, first line: Don't be late. Don't be overweight. Don't disrespect the game. Don't disrespect your teammate. How do you not get jazzed for that? Those are four basic rules of Detroit Lions football. How do you not get jazzed for that? Don't be late and don't be overweight. Let's see. Let's see here. Okay, I'm, I'm, I think I'm pretty good on the no overweight. But don't disrespect the game, man. Don't disrespect the game. Hell yeah, I love that. All I think about it, all it's all I think about. All I think about is you guys. That's what he said. 
It's all I think about. All I think about all the time. Every single moment, he just thinks about Lions football. Who doesn't want that as a coach? If you're a free agent next year and you're watching Hard Knocks, how do you not see Dan Campbell and think, man, got to give it to him. He cares. How do you not want to play for that? I understand not want to play for Troy, but, you know, Dan Campbell, baby. All right, the first, what, four minutes has just been a Dan Campbell love affair? That's fine. I love Dan Campbell, and the Hard Knocks does too. But from that first preseason game with the Falcons, I've tweeted about it a thousand times. I honestly think Marcus Mariota is going to be a good football player this year. I think he leads the Falcons to seven or eight wins this year. I don't think I, I you don't take wins and losses in the preseason too seriously. I mean the Lions went four and zero, and then when they went zero and sixteen. So for me, I'm looking at the offense, and I looked at the defense, and I think that the de- on that first quarter, and I think they the defense. Okay, Hutchinson with a big sack. Hutchinson with a big couple of big plays. Double teamed him early because he uh, can be a threat, which makes me excited for the next year. There's some holes that we need to figure out, but that's just the Lions defense. But what is really exciting is that offense, that first drive of the first the first drive. The offensive line is where you win and lose games. Everybody's flashy. I want a big wide receiver. I want a big quarterback. You win with the offensive line and you win with the defensive line. The offensive line dominated that first drive. That first drive, they dominated. The holes were huge. Jamal and DeAndre got three yards every single time. Jerichoff had plenty of time to go through his progressions. He went through one. He would get to his first, then he would get to his second very quickly. Goff looked great. The wide receiving core is okay. But the important thing is that we have an established run game that can lead to a play action that... Amon St. Brown, who's very fast, can get behind the safeties and have a big play on a play action. That's going to happen a lot this year, from what I can tell. The biggest takeaway is that the offensive line, when healthy, can be a top five offensive line in the in the NFL. And that's as good as it's going to get because, in my opinion, and how I think Brad Holmes is building this team, and I've been saying it for a long time, is that you take Jared Goff, you have him be your quarterback for two years, after this year, you cut him, and you get a rookie quarterback, C.J. Stroud, D.J. Ugalele, um, Van Dyke, uh, who's being big on boards, uh, Will Levis, just Bryce Young. You get one of those guys to then be your quarterback next year. You plug him, you place him in there into a really good system, into a really good team, and you go off, and you go to the Super Bowl on a rookie, on a rookie quarterback contract like Patrick Mahomes and Joe Burrow has done. That's how you. That's the formula, and that is very, very, very possible. I think if we just keep building where we're at, I like where we're going. You've got a great offensive line. You've got some weapons. I think Williams is going to be great. I think Amon Ronsay Brown's going to be great. I think Hawkinson's obviously great. Swift, Williams, you have some weapons on this offense. You're just missing that star quarterback to take him to that next level. I love how the lines are being built, and. I took that's all of my takeaways from the first drive of the first game. That's is that this team is built not for this year to win the Super Bowl, but a couple years from now they could be sniffing. They could be sniffing. I like it. I like it a lot. All right, let's go to the freaking let's go to the Tigers. I've let's talk about the Tigers, okay? I've taken a couple of weeks off. I saw them in person in here in Arizona, and then I took a couple of weeks off just watching them every single day and just crying. I just don't understand. Obviously, we fire Alavila, and we're all excited about firing Alavila. That's great. I just want a GM that can come in here. 
He's going to have $35 million. He or she will have $35 million to work with with Cabrera's contract getting up after next year. They have some things. They have some pieces. I'll give Alavia this. They have pieces. He never won a trade ever, but he drafted well. So there are pieces that we can mess with. Scooble Mize, if we can figure out where Erod is, I understand he was pitching in Toledo, but if we can figure out how to get him back in the rotation next year, I think we can go out and get a. We got to figure something out. We got to figure something out. Because this team isn't it. Scope, terrible. Candelario, terrible. Outfield, other than Riley Green, terrible. Torkelson, hopefully he can figure it out and come back next year. It's just so disappointing. Every, the pitching is fan, phenomenal, despite all the injuries. But damn it. This has got to be, in all seriousness, this has to be one of the worst. I'm going I'm to get called crazy. But in my own humble opinion... I think this might be the worst Tigers year I've ever experienced. Even worse than when we should have broken the record for losses. Because at least that team, like your expectation was, this team's gonna suck at the beginning of the year. Like, this is just gonna suck. This team had hope. I was talking about being a 500 team. People were talking about them being in the postseason. And now they're like the third worst baseball team. And it's just like, this is the most horrible year I think I've ever experienced. As a Tigers fan, it's so bad. It's so disappointing every single day. The Tigers tweet, final, final, final. No, th- n- there's just nothing. There's no nobody's getting up anymore. Just sucks. It's the worst year ever to be a Tigers fan. At least football's around the corner, and I can and I can like tell myself for a couple weeks that hey, it's gonna get better. It's so stupid. Whatever, stupid baseball. As I wear a 6 plus 4 plus 3 equals 2 t-shirt. I hate baseball. I do. I hate it. I hate it. I hate it because it just doesn't love me back. Just doesn't love me back. All right. Let's talk about something fun. Let's get back into the let's get back in the groove of things. Today's a quick episode. We got a lot coming in later. I just wanted to get back in the groove of things. You know, get back on your timeline, get back on your routine. That's all this is about. So there's gonna be a quick podcast. But it is time for your European minute. And three. Two, one. Chelsea has the greatest defense of all time. They should have beaten Spurs. Uh, it was a foul. It, I mean, it was a foul, and then all of a sudden Spurs score a goal. I mean, the guy got his hair pulled worse than – I'm not going to make that joke. But, look, he just – it's not – a. It's Spurs got away with a, a tie, and what I've said about soccer is that the great teams figure out a way when there's zero points on the board to figure out a way to get a point. That's how you win the league. I'd look out for Spurs. I love Antonio Conte, even though he – should have gotten a red card. But anyway, Manchester United. I don't know where you go if you're Manchester United. I have no idea. I have no clue. Cristiano Ronaldo cannot leave. Like, he's been asked to go to uh, Juventus, Inter, AC Milan. Like, they're trying to ship him off for free. Everybody's saying no. I, I don't know what to do. I don't know what to do if you're Manchester United. I think you're just going to be a eighth. You're going to finish eighth this year, and you need to restart. And they're going to lose by 90 against Liverpool next Monday. And they're just going to get killed. All right, and that has been your European Minute. Next week, I just want again, I just wanted to have a quick, I just wanted to have a quick podcast today, talk about some Detroit sports, you know, get back in the swing of things right before football season comes. You know, college football's on the way, week zeros in two weeks. Huskers are in the my Huskers are in Ireland, and I'm excited for it. I think that they're gonna do really well. Uh, this year, I'm going to be in Michigan for the Michigan-Nebraska game. I'm hyped up for that. Going to the big house. Quietest 90,000 you'll ever hear. Hyped up for that. Next week's show is going to be a little bit more packed. 
we're going to have college football predictions. So I'm going to be predicting Michigan State, Michigan, all the Big Ten just go right through their records. We're gonna pick, I'm going to pick uh, division winners, conference winners, Final Four, national champs, and uh, Heisman Trophy predictions, which, by the way, I'm going to give you a little bit of a hot take right here right now. I don't think Bryce Young wins, and I don't think C.J. Stroud wins. I think Bo Nix. Bo, look, Bo Nix. Bo Nix. You can get him for a lot. For you can, Look, Pac-12 is bad. Oregon is coming up. Bo Nix, if he is the starter, which I think he will be, it's made for him. It's made for him to be a very successful quarterback. And DJ Ugalele, who I've loved since he was a freshman uh, in high school, I've picked him out for a long time. I think he has a big year. I think he could be a future Lion. I think that's just, look, that's all I'm saying. That's something that we're going to have to keep an eye on as Lions fans throughout this year. There's about nine quarterbacks that are going to be performing this year, and I think that Brad Holmes is going to be watching it every Saturday for those guys to see who's going to be the next quarterback for the Lions next year. So before I leave, I have a final thought, final rant. All right, I've been gone for a while, but I have a rant. Here in Arizona, pests are a really big problem, okay? My wife likes to say that this that living in that we're living in like light Australia, anything can kill you. There's a, there's animals and rodents and it's crazy. Okay, so you have to have a pest guy come out every two months. And the pest guy sprays and all of a sudden, boom, they're gone. I don't know how we do it. I don't know what I. I have a prediction that they just spray water and they and it's just like a placebo effect. Not the point. It's a hot day. It's 110. Guy comes sprays my house outside, inside, all that kind of stuff. What do I do as a good, solid Midwestern person like every other Midwestern would ever do? I say, hey, go out to my beer fridge. I've got Gatorades in there. Help yourself. I've got a Gatorade. I've got Gatorade body armor. Do whatever you want. Take whatever you want. I figured this is a grown man. This is a grown freaking man. I said, hey, have whatever you want. And in front of me, he grabbed two. He grabbed a body armor and a Gatorade. I'm, I, like we've learned since we were kids at Halloween, just grab one, just be respectful. It is a gift. He grabbed two. What's wrong with you? You're a grown man. You know, I, I, I watched it and I could have said, Hey, uh, not what I was expecting you to do, but me, I was like, uh, okay, I guess you're getting two. I feel like a jerk for even thinking that 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 was wrong. But hey, guess what? He grabbed two, left, never gonna see him again. Fantastic. See you in two months where you can take five. I guess, but then next time it's not gonna be as hot. Do I offer? I don't know. But I offered. He took two instead of one. He was the kid at Halloween that ruined it for everybody and took nine Kit Kats, and then I didn't get any. It's crap, man. It's crap. All right, I just need to get that off my chest. I just I just need to get that. I just feel like I had to get that off my chest. Whew. All right, thanks for coming back. We're, we have a big, big, big fall coming. It's going to be a lot of fun. Got a lot of good content. We're going to a lot of football games. <sighs> it's football season. It feels good to be back. Thanks. Love you. God bless.